Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Nice to see you, to see you. Nice, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Football Ramble. My name is Marcus Speller. Jim Campbell's here. Hello. Luke Moore's here. Yep. And Pete Donaldson. Hello, Marcus. Hello there, Peter. Was menacingly sexy. Uh, yeah, it was quite laid back, but also um, with hope in it. I think <laughs> you're sexy, but I don't trust you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's good to be back in your arms, ladies and gentlemen. What a weekend of football we've had. Yes, everybody's mm. had it. <laughs> everybody's had it. It's We're going to pass it on. That's the beautiful uh, careful. thing about television these days. Are you welcome? It's like them? mumps. Are you welcoming <laughs> back into the ramble bosom as well, Marcus? Always into the bosom. Yeah. Although I feel I'm in the, uh, or we're in the listeners' bosoms uh, today. It's <laughs> an away fixture for us. <laughs> <laughs> so we can get a goal. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. Uh, it, it's been marvellous in the Premier League. We, we had a game at Wembley. Mm. First ever Premier League for game at Wembley. Out. My knees are all trembly. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, it was it was come on you Chelsea, wasn't it? They got a good win against Spurs at Wembers in in Spurs' first home match of the season. And uh, they always lose at Wembley, don't they? Yeah, apparently. That's the uh, the old thing. Well, they won through force of character, if not skill. That's yeah. <laughs> it. <laughs> as soon as Antonio Conte puts the suit on. I did yeah. think that. I did think mm. it was a, it was a, a role reversal, wasn't it? Because Pochi was in the uh, was in the in the tracksuit top, wasn't he? Don't mm. disrespect Wembley. No, exactly. that's what it is. And did Conte <laughs> put it on just for Wembley? Will the, will the tracksuit be coming back in the next uh, game? We did talk about this. Uh, that's a very very interesting point, but one we should spend a good five minutes on. I yeah. Think. <laughs> but I'm not, when I'm at home, I don't wear a suit. Well, this is it. It's Conte's, he, he looks like he's lounging around like some mobster, dare I say. <laughs> home from home. Yeah, exactly. Mm. But puts the suit on, and I think that uh, transcended onto the pitch. Although it is a lovely tracksuit. It's a lovely colour. Yeah. yeah. You know? I, um, it's still a tracksuit, though, isn't it? Yeah, it's it, not going to inspire uh, the same and this is the thing. commitment. But Conte did say something interesting uh, about Tottenham Hotspur. He said their opponents will enjoy playing uh, Wembley this season. Oh, I think they will. I think that's yeah. correct. I, I, I don't, I don't um, subscribe hugely to the... Beyond the sort of pitch dimension thing we talked about last season... I didn't see anything in that game on Sunday, which 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 made me think, oh my god, they're really going to struggle at Wembley this season. Mm. They were they were a good team. They played yeah. well. They were very good either side of half time. Chelsea, I think, had two shots on target, two goals. One of them was an error. One was was an absolute world class free mm. kick that no one's going to do anything about. Yeah. I think it was. There was an element of it being one of those afternoons for Spurs. And if they'd if they'd maybe been handed a slightly easier opening game at Wembley in the league, it would would have been a completely different story. I mean, whether the media persists with this Wembley thing or not. Um, from now on, it will remain to be seen. But it is important to remember that, by definition, those games Spurs are going to be playing at Wembley or have played over the last 11, 12 games, whatever the stats are, say, um, they, they're, they're, by definition, going to be very hard games because they're mm-hmm. going to be essentially Champions League games or games in the latter stages of the FA Cup. Um, so, yeah. so they're going to be playing good teams. I mean, like teams, for example, like in 2010 when they played Portsmouth in the semi final. <laughs> yeah. They, 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 they were beating them. So that's a, just an example off the top of my head. Same, but, but then but on that occasion, perhaps unlike Sunday, they were beaten by the better side. I, I, that would be scandalous for me to say. <laughs> I think we'd have to put explicit on the podcast if I, if I, if I, if I went with that. Yeah. We're already talking about Portsmouth. Wonderful. It was, it was a then, fun. It was a, sorry, Marcus. I was just going just to say it was a really interesting uh, game for, for lots of reasons. I've really enjoyed the way that Chelsea just thought we are going to spoil the shit out of <laughs> yeah. Sunday on telly flood, first, flood the midfield Conte just doesn't care first game first Premier League game in history at Wembley mm. <laughs> on the telly everyone's having a lovely Sunday just had the roast having a beer sat yeah. down no <laughs> he had a, eight behind the ball at all <laughs> times I mean, everyone's getting excited about this kind of like counter-attack and cat and kind of mm. system but they invited a lot of pressure on themselves first half and dealt with it <laughs> well <Yeah>. mate <laughs> well, he, he had a crisis to resolve didn't he after losing one game so they seem to take it until half time to get their head around the, the actual formation because Harry Kane at the Boston first half people were just leathering off shots I thought Poor Chelsea Harry Kane and the August force field around the goals yeah. about. I thought Chelsea were, were excellent gentlemen I did too and I, I thought did. it was a, a, a very very uh, astute piece of uh, tacticianship from uh, Antonio Conte because as you say Jim they had a disaster on the first day of the season that uh, it, it, you know then they're away to Spurs on paper one of their hardest games of the season he could have said right up and at him let, let's go and let's let's try and blow them away or something like that which might have been stupid so gone for the Catanaccio bearing in mind two of his first choice defenders one's not on the pitch, and one's playing in the midfield. Mm. Christensen, young uh, lad who was playing at uh, a Gladbach for the last two seasons, in he comes. He played 90 minutes and completed 100% of his passes. There you mm. are. The only player to do it that weekend. Yeah, and he, and, and, and he, and he, and he, and he stopped all of uh, Spurs' 
Spurs players from scoring goals. <laughs> <laughs> There's a curious bit of, a bit of a trivia that because I, I thought with the ball he looked very assured and mm. that, that would say that would that would sort of testament to that I actually thought he really struggled defensively with Kane's movement and Kane's mm. strength yeah, well uh, that's to be expected and, and no of course no there's, no there's no shame in that I mean he's a young player and mm-hmm. Kane's you know probably the best best striker in the division so it's not a huge surprise but I did think that the game was a bit of a game of margins like if Kane if Kane doesn't hit the post if Kane mm-hmm. scores um, but then Willian hit the post I know oh, absolutely but Morata with that chance oh yeah on? he really really needed to be burying that I yeah. thought Morata actually had quite a poor game I, I thought I thought it was a difficult one for him I mean coming yeah. to England they, they you know, people said that uh, that his attributes will lend themselves to the Premier League. That's not surprising. He's one of the top strikers you could argue in Europe. Certainly, his price tag, whatever that means, suggests. Uh, but <laughs> you know, ease him in because the type of game that um, Chelsea played, it was quite difficult for yeah. him. It was difficult. It was able to of... suck the ball out of the air, which is absolutely <laughs> not his game. <laughs> yeah, the, right. the disconnect was the fact that they played with all these players behind the ball and played this defensive way. Um, and Morata wasn't able to hold the ball up for him if you, and, yeah. and it didn't help it made him look worse because mm. Kane is so good at holding the ball up Very true. at the other end of the pitch it was sticking and sticking and sticking all day long mm-hmm. and Morata um, Morata couldn't do that and it, uh, fair enough he may not be that type of striker and I, and I understand that the header he missed was a, was a woeful miss I mean, mm. it, I mean they, they've been looking for a striker as reliable in the big games as Drogba since, since Drogba left uh, he would have buried that Drogba would have absolutely well, buried Diego Costa would have buried that as well. He Probably would, would have yeah, Not yeah. in the current form. He was not even in the country. No. He wouldn't have got off the ground the current, <laughs> current shape. <No>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but what, 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 with Chelsea, though, they, they realised what the danger would be. They, I, I thought he set them up very well. well. They won the game for crying out loud. I mean, they won the first uh, Premier League you, game. You're at, saying all of this with a big smirk on your face. No, as because, they did steal it a little bit. Yeah, they did. But I kind of <laughs> like that they could turn up and sport the party. You yeah. Know. Um, and the party with the um, digital drummer, the microphone yeah. up drummer. That yeah, there was, was a drummer, wasn't there? Yeah, people, was, people thought it was just a, a track played on the uh, the, the mm. speaker system, but it mm. was the actual drummer. I like drummer that, with the microphone. I like that yeah. they just said the second half, give it a rest. Yeah, <laughs> just stop I it. Mean, yeah. That guy with the bell at Portsmouth, you still not not got him out. Can't you? stop him. Is that some sort? I think there's some sort of legal loopholing around. It, and then he it's has got to be a game. It's got to be a bylaw. The, hasn't tell you who's better at banning uh, John Westwood with the bell. The away grounds are good. Sometimes he goes to the away guys, he can't get in. He goes just in front. Fuck every week. I've, I've actually back in this is this is a pointless trip down memory lane. But just quickly, back in the day when I wasn't able to uh, have a season ticket because I, I didn't live in the area, so I'd only go very every so often. You would you would get a ticket in the Fratton end, and mm. you and you wouldn't know where you're going to be. And seriously, for for a period of time, the biggest thing on my mind was be please not next to him. Mm. <laughs> you don't want, you don't want two bells next to each other. <laughs> hey, there it is, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I always I always used to, used to try and make a note of where I used to sit, but I, I always forgot. And, uh, you need an app or something. If you're next to <laughs> I might near him. If you're next to him, it ruins the game. I'm telling you that now. Because does he just ding dong did his did bell all the time? Yeah, what, get, what's get, the closest you got you to get, him? Oh, five or six seats away. Oh, mate. Does he try and tattle your face when you're not looking? There's a drummer as well next to him. He bangs this big drum the whole time. Drums can just. Go, do one. Well, they drown out your witty but comments it's, about the game, it, though, isn't it? It's because of the nature of social media, Spurs knew let's p- stop doing this by, by <laughs> half time instantly. <laughs> is, I, I hope they just got the kid out. Just get yeah. out. Get out of Wembley. I, I don't understand the, the thought. Process, the crowd. The, the total process behind how it actually happened. But I don't like really like the idea of everyone having like a brainstorm and going right. We're going to get the best stuff out of Wembley. But the best thing from yeah. Wembley is I know what you're thinking. The band. Yeah. Well, 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 I wasn't thinking that. Well, well, class PA <laughs> system. Yeah. I wasn't thinking the band. Yeah. Yeah. The, 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 <laughs> the uninspiring free flow attacking football. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, we're not that. Yeah. Daniel Levy. Daniel Levy bought a lot of speakers of a man in a van outside. It was on his way to the Ministry of Sound, so he's got to use them. But, uh, true, yeah. It does true. genuinely have all the classics of modern Wembley, doesn't it? Sadly, <laughs> he probably bought them in so installments. Well. And he'll sell them on for a profit. <laughs>
It was a good win for Chelsea. Chelsea had two shots on target and two goals. Obviously, Loris made Loris made an error for for the second goal, and and I was I was very critical mm. of Peter Cech a week or so ago, mm. um, and, I, and I still maintain that he's a, he's a goalkeeper in the, in the decline. And maybe we'll talk a bit about him later on when we have to talk about um, Stoke, uh, which is be a highlight for everyone. Come but, on, um, is, is for, the, for three of us, I think it might. I mean, Loris has made other high profile errors in recent memory. I mean, the one against Chelsea we just mentioned, mm-hmm. um, one against Monaco in the Europa League a couple of se- a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. um, two against Man City, one against Arsenal where he let a Sanchez shot through his legs, one for France against Sweden, mm. um, not that long ago either. I think that was even in the summer just mm. gone. So he ha- he has got a clangor in him, at Loris. It's I, not it's not a huge surprise. I think we just had this kind of time we had for five years where every keeper was good at shot stopping, and now we just now it's just not as important anymore. Oh. Now it's passing out from the back, delivery, yeah. positioning. <laughs> we don't worry I, about I, the actual stopping of the ball. There was a phase, a, a, a period of time where people used to always say, "Oh yeah, but he's a great shot stopper." And mm. I always used to say, "Well, at that level, all keepers are good shot stoppers." Yeah, mm. but we now we want postmodern goalkeepers who. Doesn't matter about shot stopping. Yeah, I yeah. don't know. What, what, I they, they find alternative means to keep the ball out of there. Profile yeah. helmets. Is it like a defender? A defender never has to make a tackle. You know, he's a good defender. That's right. Yeah. Even never has to make a save. If a, you know, if, if, if a striker doesn't need to score a goal, yeah. then the team's really good. And and just when we're, when we're dishing out sort of praise and, and criticism, we should also mention that Marcus Alonso was absolutely superb. I mean, yeah. he was absolutely superb. That free kick was just delightful. It's perfect. Absolutely perfect. Absolutely I mean, I, I don't think Danny Rose will go to Chelsea because Spurs don't tend to sell players to Chelsea. He's probably more likely to go to Man United based on Mourinho's comments over yeah, the weekend. And his own. Yeah, but why would they want him anyway? Mm. I mean, well, he's not I... played for a long time. He's going to take ages to get fully fit again. They need to win games. And and Marcus Alonso, if if, if Danny Rose is at peak form, the best left-sided left-back or whatever in, in the Premier League, Alonso's got to be second. But if they play with wing-backs, then Danny Rose, is that's a job he can do. And but... it, Competition for places, a lot of games. That, I, always, I don't know if they were ever in for him. It was just well, because, you know, they thought it was a way to maybe unsettle the squad a little bit ahead of that game. I think a bit of mind games from Chelsea where, there. Where did, the, where did the Barkley to um, Spurs story go? Because I know he's injured and stuff, but they still seem quite keen, which I don't really understand. Well, I think that's come back up today as well. Both Chelsea and Spurs are, yeah. are, you know, are rumoured to be to be interested in Barkley. It'd be interesting to see what happens with that one. It would have to be at the right price, though, wouldn't it? I, just, I don't know. Yeah, I don't... I, 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 you want a player who can deliver him. Yeah, exactly. I just don't understand why any side would necessarily need him because he is kind of a bit of an up and down player at that age as well. Yeah, well, I guess that you know you're gambling that that's going to stop sooner Mm. rather than later. Stop. You know, Everton have had all of his kind of mistakes. Mm. What Arsenal (laughs) are really good at doing: developing players, absorbing all those mistakes, then moving them on (laughs) against their will. (laughs) Very true. Um, uh, That Chelsea midfield, as as we talked about, Kante, um, Luis, and Bakayoko. Yeah, he was particularly good. Yeah, yeah marauding. Really kicked, he really kicked a ball, really. He looked just the right, just the right side of a massive loose cannon. Yeah, <laughs> like he just stayed on the right side yeah. of the law. Get, get results. He's an anti-hero. He he could. Be, I mean, he could have a fantastic. Well, season. When, when he's fit, you'd imagine. Yeah, be, yeah. But then Spurs, Dyer and uh, Vertonghen. Well, they both should have been sent off for their challenges. Dyer's was was. We took two players out in one, could, which is great. Mm. To see. Could we have seen two red cards there? But you know, you <laughs> one know, for him and one for that one. You know, you know took off, took Dyer off. Yeah. Whereas um, a lot of people were commenting that Wanyama looked absolutely shot to bits. Yeah. He, he looked dead on his feet, and obviously it was partly his error for the goal. It was three errors in a row, really. Lloris putting it out to him, yeah. him losing the ball, and then Lloris again. Mm. Um, 
you wonder whether he should have just dragged off Wanyama and kept Dyer on. I know he probably took Dyer off because he didn't want him to get sent off. But I also thought it was confusing that he didn't play Walker Peters either because Trippi was sort of rushed back and had a really poor game. Mm. I mean, you could see Dyer moving across to the right to support him, so Trippi could go forward and, 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 and try and affect the game in an offensive manner, but it just didn't really work. I thought, given that Trippi wasn't, didn't look fully fit to me, Walker Peters would have been on cloud nine after his performance against Newcastle. I probably would have played him. Yeah, well... It, it was a heck of a match, basically, and we needed that after the stinker that was on his Philly Castle. Oh, my <laughs> <laughs> Come on with that in, in just uh, We've got 15 sec. minutes planned for that, haven't we? <laughs> <laughs> it's just you apologising. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we've, we've got 15 minutes, and most of that's going to be taken up by all the players that Benitez has right. been sanctioned to sign. Um, what's well, Spurs are at home against Burnley next? I'll tell you what, Burnley, they've, they've got form for London Giddy this season. Mm-hmm. It could be, be another lovely did you, afternoon. Did you see them against West Brom? <laughs> I, I know you didn't. I no, already know the answer. No, they're, they're, they're better away, they're away from home form, will be what yeah. their home form was last season. Okay. They're going to flip reverse it. That's my uh, solid uh, prediction there. But just one more point about uh, Chelsea. I love the fact that you can play all those men behind the ball as long as you've got Willian in front of the ball. Yeah. He will chase everything. <laughs> He's just magnificent. Yeah. Isn't he? Absolutely magnificent. Um, and uh, Chelsea play Everton. Wayne Rooney's Everton next. Um, but we move on uh, to uh, to Hesse. Got the only goal on his debut, of course, for Stoke City. And might I say, um, Hesse and Stoke won. Luke Moore, in his opinions, nil. I, I think that Hesse looks a really good player. <laughs> 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 Change the tunes, yeah. they, eh? The problem is it's difficult for me because I, I've, is it a, difficult? I've had a pop at check and I wondered if he could do a bit better with that and help me out. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's not going to help me out, is he? After he's done what I said. Exactly. I did wonder. I, I did suggest that uh, Hesse playing uh, with some other one or two flair players that Stoke have up front could uh, could flourish, and it was Sido that, that slotted him in. Yeah, what, what, what a yeah, what a, what a a passage of play from Sido Berahino I mean I for one I'm shocked at this result and I don't know how anyone could have predicted this <laughs> um, but yeah it was, it was, it was very frustrating uh, to watch uh, yet again um, but here we are this is, this is what we've come to expect um, down at the old Bet365 it's maddening frankly so go on <laughs> is that it, Jim? Is that that's Kick all? me. I know you. I know you waiting, Jim. Is that all? Get you out of the way. It's, it's a very arsehole p- uh, performance and arsehole results. So don't worry about it. Yeah, Mark, <laughs> Mark Hughes very pleased. Of course, um, he won't be very pleased that Arsene Wenger didn't look him in the eye when shaking did he, hands. Did he actually game. say that? No, but I think he. What, what did you guys it. think of Gerard's comments about Özil? Right. This is interesting. Stephen Gerrard saying that Mesut Özil's a liability on BT Sport. A lot of people mm. having a go at Özil. Um, so, so I think a lot of... Uh, I mean, that was a leading question. Yeah. I've got an opinion on it. Oh. Um, I, I, I think people get confused between Urza with the ball and Urza without the ball. Yeah, so, I think you're right So, on so that. Uh, what Gerald, I think, meant, and I, I can't remember if he said it explicitly or not, but what I think he meant was, without the ball... Um, that he, he, he's just he's just not in there. He's not involved. Yeah. I, 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 do, I do. I think Gerard did actually say. I think he think he said they're playing with ten men mm-hmm. without the ball. Um, and, I, and I sort of agree with that. I, I know that I know that Ozil delivers a lot with the ball, and his and his stats seem to bear out the fact that sort of that what his body language belies, if you like. And he mm-hmm. looks like he might not be as involved as he actually is. But mm. without the ball, I don't think he makes a contribution really at all. And I and, I, and just and that was kind of his forte, wasn't it, for a long time, pull, making space and pulling players well, around, isn't it? But part of yeah, that, before he joined us, positioning off the ball though, mm. how he how he creates that space with, he, with giving options. But you're talking about going forward, Pete. I think you're, you're talking about when he's defending. I, 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 I did a little bit of reading around it, and I, and I found an interesting comment from Carlo Ancelotti when mm. he was at Real Madrid, and he said that he was happier to move on Özil than he was Di Maria because he thought Özil didn't fit into what he was trying to do. Now Ancelotti is a very classy character, and, and 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 he and he is very very good at keeping those top players happy. So you wouldn't expect him to be explicit in his criticism of a player. I don't think that's his style mm. really. But I think there's a lot of 
a lot of pointed remark in that in in, in him saying that. I, I think there is. Yeah. There's a reason that, that him and Urzu, uh, him and Sanchez are no longer at the at very with respect to Arsenal are no mm. longer at the very very top of the game. I, I I just don't. If you look if you look at the the, the sort of the um the, the dialogue and 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 the narrative around Urzu and Sanchez, and are they going to move on from Arsenal? Are they not? I know the Urzu thing's quieting down, but Sanchez. I mean, they, they haven't they haven't moved. I mean, why haven't why haven't clubs uh, well, come because, for Because well, clubs have come in for Sanchez, but Arsenal have in, just insisted that he's not for sale. Urzil was more of an interesting point, absolutely. But I think um, Sanchez will Sanchez will go when his, his contract runs down. But Arsenal just don't want to lose him for reasons that we went into last week um, about the finances. Um, I think we went into it last week. Did we not? We did. Um, we did it to an extent. I I, yeah. I wonder whether Urzil and Sanchez are, are very very top players often enough. I think well, there's a strange sort of split in the camp uh, with, with Arsenal fans, uh, not just over the manager, over many, many things. It, it feels like any criticism of, of Ozil will be uh, will be answered with sort of um, you know his past completion stats and things like that, and they are generally always very, very impressive. And I, I saw some stats last season; I can't exactly remember where they came from, but it was uh, basically he regularly runs a greater distance than Alexis Sanchez, and obviously because Sanchez has that burst of pace we're so used to. I wonder if we're kind of blinded little bit by that in in the Premier League or in football in general and that you know we think players sort of work harder and and do more because Ozil you know people talk about his language body language and whatnot he's always he's always moving the ball he's always giving an option but it is that defensive side of the game which is he is so wanting for that and you know if you've got a player like that and you're making that sacrifice because you know Arsene Wenger must know that he can't you know he's not going to put in a tackle high up the pitch you've got to have a midfield built to accommodate that player you've got to have players around there that where he can lose the ball or not even try to win it back um, rather uh, and have players in there mopping it up and at the moment that is not clicking Arsenal's central midfield was a big problem last season without Santi Cazorla and it's similar this season Ramsey and Xhaka seems to be the best kind of fit of the players we've got um but Xhaka's twi- twice misplaced passes that have led to goals this season already mm. so it's just it, it's about clicking further back and I don't think we have we have the midfield to accommodate um Ozil's talents with what he has lacking I wonder if uh, Ozil is maybe a luxury player well, quite. I mean, that is that's the definition of it, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, I mean, again, I'm not. I'm not saying that he's. Um, you know, his his attacking players, forward players, excellent. But as you say, Luke, it's is all about that um, lack he, of tackling. Is it needed. fair? To, is it fair to say that he's his pass completion is very high because he's happy just to play simple passes and and and, and, well, do, and do a lot of play in front of the defence. At the weekend, he had four key passes in the game, so he does. I mean, there was a good chance for Hector Bayerin that um, Bayerin didn't put away. You know, it's not Ertel's fault, is it? He's, he's you know he's making chances, he's putting them on putting them on a plate. But uh, yeah, it's, it's it's a funny one. He's a strange player like that. I find it very hard to work him out. I also found I also found um, comments that Wenger made after the game quite interesting because he said he brought on Walcott to cross to Giroud, which yeah. I mean Walcott can't cross it, he can't cross it, and um, he hasn't assisted Giroud in the Premier League since 2013. So I mean Walcott had two assists in total in the league last season. Giroud, yeah. Giroud, very ju- very yeah, odd yeah. justification of Giroud that. made a difference when he came on. He does he does uh, oh, we'll get amongst a, it a little something. And uh, Wenger was said Jacker made a stupid mistake for the goal. Of course Lacazette's equaliser. It was a hundred percent. It was. It was God, a I mean, that's as tight Wenger, as you're going to see. Isn't Wenger it? was. He was. A, he was coming out with all the same Wengerisms, and I think that when we see Arsenal doing the same things on the pitch, it's the same old Arsenal, but it's the same old Wenger as well. It's familiarity breeding contempt. Exactly. Yeah. There's no but, way people would be having the conversation they're thought, having about it after the second game if it wasn't Wenger. I yeah, thought Wenger might have. Yeah. I thought Wenger might have taken a leaf 
out of Real Salt Lake coach Mike Petke's uh, book when handing out photos in the press conference. This was prove, absolutely amazing. To prove his uh, his his thoughts on the game. Because Wenger does like say this, that and the other. I didn't see it and this happened. And mm. he was, uh, you know, was actually, if you if you, uh, if you saw this, ladies and gentlemen, Salt Lake City coach, he handed out photos in a press conference to prove his player was fouled at a crucial moment during the match. Who printed this out for John? <laughs> <laughs> Mike Petke is the guy, long-term listeners of the Ramble. Mm. Do you remember the famous coach? Coach! Oh, was that Whoa! him? That's Mike Petke because he used to be the coach of the New York Red Bulls. Right, okay. And he was absolutely fuming. (laughs) I've never seen a manager more angry. And the best thing was he... um, He printed it out in colour. Wasteful. He had it printed out in colour and he kept saying to his assistant who was brilliantly called Trey. (laughs) Trey, pass these out, Trey. Pass these out, Trey. (laughs) Serve them up, Trey. (laughs) On the tray. He, said, he also said at some point, if I do not do what I do, you mean lose my temper, he means, um, I cannot sleep for the next four weeks. <laughs> he doesn't weeks? lose his temper. Yeah. Well, is it, it just simmering the whole time? Yeah. And he also said, I had two more examples of this, but the freaking printer didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> Probably ran out of credit and he's printing us about all the time. And he finishes the point by saying that he sort of trails off by saying, but the freaky print didn't work, but um, we'll get him out to you, don't worry, we'll get him sent to you. We're all right, thanks. All the journalists are just like, nah, thank goodness for that. At one one point, because he's talking about his player getting punished unfairly for for some particular physical altercation, Mm. which he thinks was was innocuous. And and one of the the handouts he gives out is um, he starts going, look at him, look at him, that's a freaking headlock. (laughs) (laughs) It does. He's a headlock. A freaking headlock. <laughs> Very WWE. Oh, it's great. It'd be amazing if he just came out with like uh, well, those little kind of uh, models of uh, uh, famous poems that uh, kids make at school. Dioramas. Have you made like a diorama yeah. of the situation? Or maybe like made one of those science um, volcanoes. And that's how angry I am. Yeah. Yeah. That's how mad I am. If Pass you, it out. Pass if you, it around. <laughs> if you merge, Get a bike on your face. If you merge Spurs' is, uh, the base of Spurs' midfield, it would be a diorama, of course. Would you? Would but, you, um, would you yeah, good. Yeah. Think about that, everybody. Would, no. That was bloody excellent. <laughs> <laughs> you mixed up the word dire and dire. Any more side points? To produce a dire, a wanyama, did you say? Sorry. You see, you didn't no. think about it. You see? didn't hear it. Yeah, we are. Some, as as soon as you start getting punny. And it's that I close my ears. Well, my yeah. ears just skin over. Yeah, something, something about your system shuts down, doesn't it? Yeah, is there a firewall for puns in your programming? <laughs> I'd, I'd like to see Mike uh, Mike Petka just come into a press conference next week with a massive strip of magnesium. <laughs> Look at this guy, <laughs> blind in the room. That's how angry I am right now. I've been staring at the eclipse for the last yeah. three hours. Oh, I can't see blind. anything. You're all blind anyway. You couldn't see that red card. <laughs> but it was a great win for Stoke. It was. It was <laughs> a great win for Stoke. And Mike I'm pleased was delighted. And I'm pleased with Mark Hughes. And, I, and I'd say one of the signings of the summer it could turn out was Darren Fletcher going there. Yeah, Mark. Not that he was. Pati- I didn't think he was particularly wonderful during the game, but you know, re- a very reassuring presence. Isn't he? Absolutely. Mark, yeah. Darren Fletcher is a a, a very reliable bi- babysitter. Darren yeah. Fletcher. You go out and have a lovely time. Your kids are going to be fine. Darren, he's, he's, he's someone who he's in charge in a midfield, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. Darren, yeah, Fla- Darren like Fletcher is. If, 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 if you're on a friend of mine got on a on a, on a flight once, mm. and uh, I can't remember it was long haul, and, and the and the pilot said, um, "Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to be uh, leaving London, da, 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 so and so forth." And, and the little spiel, and he said, "Might be a little bumpy uh, to begin with, but don't worry. This aircraft is exceedingly powerful. <laughs> <laughs> a, a posh pilot. That's, yeah, that, yeah. that's Darren what you Fletcher. Want. They all yeah. have the sort of same voice, don't they?" <laughs> Someone once told well, me. Some airlines, Peter. I love, I, love, I love hearing that. Someone once told me they'd go on a flight <laughs> in Melbourne or somewhere in South Southern Australia, yeah. and uh, it was a flight to Sydney. And um, basically, the the Australian captain came over on the, on the PA and just went, "Good day, 
<laughs> We're going to Sydney. We want to come to sir. <laughs> yeah. I'm getting off. That's all you need, is it? Oh, dear, dear. Right, after the break, we're going to be talking about Huddersfield, Manchester United, and maybe even Javier Hernandez. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. I better go to the cash point and get some money if I've got any money left. Absolutely right. <laughs> yeah, um, man, man like Robbie up in here. Uh, damn right. Uh, oh, how did our best bet of the week go from our the bet, preview show? Luke? Our best bet of the week uh, didn't go well. It no. was close um, too, wasn't it? It was well. He got, he, I mean, he got the result wrong. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I read bets. <laughs> is, that, is that how you go into the bookies? But yeah. it was close. <laughs> Morgan Ryan's best bet of bet three six five was Spurs to win and both teams to score. Of course, both teams did score, but Chelsea won the game. Unfortunately for all the Spurs fans out there. So we're looking for a new contestant uh, for this week's preview show get in touch show at thefootballramble.com and do put something helpful in the subject line because we get quite a few emails it makes mm. it easier for me yeah. alright um, before we talk about Huddersfield and Newcastle we are going to go to correspondence with PED correspondence the first one comes from Andrew hi guys you mentioned in the preview show Spurs sending wedding congratulations yes. remember that mm, yeah. uh, a few years ago my brother was a groomsman for his friend's wedding he wrote to Spurs asking if he could uh, send a signed letter uh, offering their uh, well wishes Spurs duly obliged but by the time it had arrived in South Africa AVB who had signed the letter had been sacked as manager <laughs> my brother then had to write back and ask if they could send a new letter Michael Dawson as club captain signed this new letter and then at the end of the season moved to Hull City <laughs> but let's just be grateful it wasn't signed by uh, AVB's uh, replacement Tim Sherwood regards yeah. Andrew thank you for that uh, hello to uh, Ewan uh, hi chaps if you haven't had uh, the Michael Owen Gowing Law personal injury solicitors radio ad I think you'll find it both amusing and soul destroying in equal measure oh, I think I've heard it he's he's the, the, he, I know what it's like to be injured he, he? yeah he's apparently their new ambassador I've not heard it yet, but apparently... I'm what? He, say, he says in the advert, I've definitely heard it. Well, he here's, says, the, here's the quote. Yeah. I'm Michael Owen, and I know what it's like to be injured. Yeah. Turns out you can put a price on a man's dignity. Yeah. Imagine <laughs> being the person who pitched the idea to him, and then him agreeing. So, uh, yeah, thank you for that, Ewan. He's probably never heard a radio programme. F- feel, jo- <laughs> feel free to join the army. Yeah. Uh, madness. Uh, Taylor Wilson says... <laughs> 
Taylor Wilson says, furthermore, Saturday I saw Claridge starting himself. Steve Claridge. News about Steve Claridge. We had news uh, a couple of, couple of weeks ago yeah, about Steve Claridge. Claridge. Last week. They, yeah. play, they played Fairham Town. Yeah, He's more quite... news, more news. He's 51, isn't he? 51. Yeah. Uh, he started himself in an FA Cup tie against Fairham Town. He won the penalty that was then missed and then set up three blinders that were also missed. Right, wow. 51 years of age! That's because I mean, he, he, he brought himself on last yeah. time, I believe, when he had two young strikers on the bench. He thought, nah, do you know what? This is a job for me. Yeah. <laughs> Well, he scraped past 3-2 in the end with uh, 51-year-old Claridge, one of the best players on the pitch. Madness, says Taylor Wilson. That's great. Um, that was Not bad, eh? the same guy. He must be our official Steve Claridge correspondent. <laughs> <laughs> have, you, yeah. have you been following, following him around? He replied <laughs> to his own email, which um, I quite liked. On the, on the Facebook highlights of the week, which mm. I compile and give to you, mm. uh, well, I didn't include, but I thought I'd mention this. Quite a lot of people are saying, Pete, that you're starting to look a bit like Richard Maidley. <laughs> what? Which well, I get, which everyone I guess, looks like. Does that even sorry. does that even work? I'm I think sure that's not. I guess really? that makes me your Judy Finnegan. <laughs> Sadly. <laughs> well, you certainly got the bra. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So. <laughs> and, the, and, so if, and the vodka. So if you want to get involved, <laughs> at thefootballramble.com. She's literally an alcoholic, Lou. Yeah. Um, John McGowan says uh, hi on the silence of the week. Do you want to do the highlights of the week now? Yeah, yeah. Do them now. Yeah. Do them now. Uh, Joel McGowan has to be this Warsaw fan he booked a hotel that was cheap and only 11 miles away from Portsmouth we heard about yeah, this, this yeah, turns right. out it was at Isle of, uh, on the Isle of Wight uh, <laughs> and he had to catch a ferry to and from again but people are pointing out that he uh, he tweeted about the hotel before he right. got there which is a bit weird he's trying to get attention on the internet just sounds like he's trying to get you attention you would catch us for doing that <laughs> no god no god no you catch us for doing actually you go to the Isle of Wight every year Pete I do go to the Isle of Wight every year for Bla- the Isle of Wight festival no Black Gang Chine <laughs> 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 they've got um, Northern Line trains as their train system yeah, which is wicked, fascinating it? it's it's weird they're really old um, really weird fact about Pete he is actually a casual fossiler <laughs> That's why he goes to the other way every year. To check out the fossils. Bellum exactly. Nights. Just mostly. casually, though. Yeah. Yeah, casually. I, I do like the Owl and Monkey Sanctuary. I do like that place. Yeah, of course you do. Uh, Stuart says, uh, my highlight was after six years of training and being that guy at the club who everyone likes but isn't particularly good at football, I finally made my debut for Ambassadors FC in the Northern Irish Mid-Ulster League. Ambassadors uh, FC always represent themselves very yeah. well. And others. A team, I believe, Marcus knows of already. <laughs> <laughs> One for the younger listeners again. Yeah. I came on with seven minutes to go and touch the ball once. Well worth the wait. Oh. Uh, was it a goal? <laughs> no. I think he would have mentioned it. If yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah um, Peter Blow, Jonathan Moss's positioning of his magic spray, not the traditional back of the shots, but up front and centre. Oh, Hashtag I saw, phallic. I, saw that. I didn't see that. So that, he had his. I think it's in the Man United game. I saw, Why didn't he just let it off? That'd be hilarious yeah. to end the game. <laughs> what was the chap's name? Uh, this is Peter Blow. Okay. Yeah. You're right. You have You're to right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's yeah, let's leave that there. Uh, <laughs> Uh, and finally for now, Josh Andrew, my highlight is the emergence of Yeovil being the team to watch this season. What they lack in quality, they make up in sheer entertainment. So far, they have lost the opening match 8-2 after being 1-up, won their second 3-2 after being 1-down, and lost their third 4-3 after being 2-up. Here's hope, and we go behind this weekend. Yeah, I mean, the Yeovil had a very... classic year. Yeovil had a very good first few weeks. They were 3-1 up at one point at the weekend, lost 4-3. Two of their fans were kicked out for setting off flares, yep. and they've conceded 14 league goals in three games. Fans <laughs> aren't the club's fault. <laughs> not, not boring in Yeovil, which no. I'm surprised to learn. Yeah. <laughs> My highlight of the week was probably a Robson Carnu's goal. It was really good. Mm, not and, the sending and, off. And then he got sent off about 10 minutes later, which yeah. he's doing his best to lift... The world's shittest game. The <laughs> yeah. second shittest game, because we're going to talk about the Huddersfield game yeah, in a minute. Yeah, true, true oh, And also, don't let Watford slip under the radar was, on notice. This was magnificent. Um, oh, you want to talk about that Go particular on, incident? Yeah, yeah, I was just going to say they've looked good so far, and they've got they a have. few uh, easy fixtures coming up as well. Mm, it was um, it's Harry Arter. Um, basically, Nathan Chaloba had the ball coming over for him, didn't he? Harry Arter said something. Um, Chaloba left it. 
um, thinking that it was a, one of his own players. But you, you were saying before we, we came in, there's some confusion well, over Eddie, their, their code words. Eddie Howe gave a very um, almost... Um, MI5 type interview where he starts talking about code words. Oh, wow. And, and uh, how they're going to have to change their code words around because it sounds like their code words are the same as Watford. It's all very bizarre. It's all mm. a bit Bournemouth identity, isn't it? <laughs> 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 oh, wow. Yeah, look, you got to giggle out of me. Yeah. What's that, eh? Yay? Yeah, hey? See, Marcus, yeah. when, in the room, when, eh? they, when they work, you don't have to signpost them. <laughs> <laughs> well, then, uh, Huddersfield Town, they, they've started life very well in the Premier League. Of course, two wins out of two. Um, uh, Adrian Moy. Is that is it? No, I believe so. Uh, it's, it's ne- his name is actually Aaron Moy. No, Moy, sorry, Aaron yeah. Moy, you're absolutely Moy. right. I've even written yeah. down Aaron it's, it's Moy. Moy, yeah. Very yeah. poor from me there. Yeah, that's okay. Giddy from the You can't uh, take the, the goal the away from him. Part. No, you can't. Um, and he said all the players have, uh, have bought into Wagner's No Limits philosophy. Okay. Which I quite like. No, no limits. limits. Do you know what I really liked about them? They're a team that finished quite a, f- a long way behind Newcastle mm. last season, but they look so compact and so uh, driven as a unit. And, yeah. and Aaron Moy's the beating heart of that side. Uh, he was fantastic. So like, hard-working and organised. He took his goal really well as well. Very um, nervy at the back door. Like, in the back four, they were simply passing... Making passes they didn't really need to make. Newcastle did not punish them. <laughs> I was going to say, if you're going to, if you're going to experiment, you know, kind of training matches Marcus, like that are the ones to do it. You can afford to do that. Yeah. <laughs> Don't stress about it. They're playing in Bember at left back. Yeah, the man's got two marauding. <laughs> marauding Chancel and Bember. Chancel Bember kept looking over at the bench, saying, "I, I have I played. I, I played football before, but this is very, very strange for me." <laughs> <laughs> Every time he went on the little circle, he was like, what do I do? Yeah. I love it. I love Where it. do I go? Jim, did you enjoy this particular helping of Premier League action? Well, it was <laughs> kept me busy, I suppose. Because <laughs> you were sleeping on the couch. I'm not really funny, guys. You guys are on the telly a lot in the, yeah. next, in the next couple of months, so I've enjoy. Seen, Drink I'm, it in. I've seen goalkeepers pull notes out of their sock, but Mbemba had a map. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it, you wouldn't think that you know Newcastle were the, the sort of seasoned Premier League team. Looking at that, would you? Huddersfield uh, playing their f- first home Premier League game ever. They certainly look like the you know well, more I th- experienced. I, th- less I, th- I think Huddersfield are going to surprise a lot of people this season because they they're just so robust and they kick the crap out of people. Um, and they'll take a while to get found out. I think we said that at the start of the season. It's, late, it's a testament to how boring I found the game. That my, part, so <laughs> I looked over my notes and it said Phil Billing, pleasing name. <laughs> Phil Billing. Phil mm. Billing. Yeah, that name. is quite a pleasing it sounds like name. A, a, the, the, the film that Tarantino never made. Yeah, right. <laughs> it was a game that didn't deserve that goal. I know that for a fact. Um, yes, uh, is it Yes or the keeper of Huddersfield? He made a brilliant save mm. from Matt Ritchie. And yes. Was, was such a good save Fingertips. of the weekend that was. Yeah. And I was delighted that Hosler didn't score. Jesus, that was a terrible weekend. <laughs> he did have a ch- I, yeah, he had the ball, and I thought. Especially Ooh. when you think Steve Bruce's Villa won as well. Yeah, I was, yeah. Bruce's Villa won. Hesse scored. I thought if he put that away, you would have been hanging out to dry. Hosler and Atsu, I thought, played okay. Side. I mean, they played okay, I think. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you paid £5 million pound for it. Marcus, if there's one thing you want, it's like two of your players playing okay yeah. and a 1-0 defeat. Yeah. Oh, dear. I mean, to look on the bright side, two of our players did okay. Yeah. Did okay. <laughs> did okay. I, and also, I can't enjoy anything Matt Ritchie does because he was moved on from Portsmouth by Steve Cottrell who, because he was no better than we've already got. Steve mm. Cottrell. Now playing, he's literally a starting Premier League <laughs> forward. Yeah, at least he's trying. Yeah. At least he's a couple trying. of players did okay and one of them's trying. Rafa, mm. Rafa looks a defeated man as well. Yeah. I, I think Rafa, that team looked like Rafa went, don't bust your guts, because you we need players. Do you want a Morstradamus shout? Please. What? Rafa to be Palace manager by January. Like mm. I like that. You like that? I do like that. Yeah, you like that. Mm. You like that. It would, have to, it would have to be further up the country than that. It's too far away from Liverpool, that's where he lives, isn't it? So. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, all right, well, Ooh. you never know. I mean, you spent the last time I mean, he is living, working in Newcastle. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. 
London is 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 the cultural hub of the UK. Yeah. So maybe I mean, I mean the man's a Chelsea legend as well. Maybe the Palace Bordles will create a high-speed four from Rafa's home to Crystal <laughs> 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 Just realise they'll be based in Croydon. Scratch what I just said. <laughs> home of Nestle. Yeah. Uh, where Roy Hodgson's from. Mm. Should have gone for him, some might say. Maybe they will in January. Manchester United scored a lot of goals. They scored four they goals in their opening two matches for the first time since 1907. Swansea are having a great time of it. They're not having a good time of it, are <laughs> no. they? I mean, They've the... just signed uh, Sam Klukas, though. Woo. <laughs> Sam Lucas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sam Lucas is a good player. He's a good solid operator, yeah. but I mean, he's not obviously he's not going to replace Sigurdsson. If he has a good, yeah. I mean, he has a, a good, sorry, go on, Jim. I was going to say probably not necessarily brought in as a direct replacement. That would be slightly mad. I mean, but I wonder who they're no, going to get. Sigurdsson is such a, was such an important player for Swansea. They're going to start off a couple of goals behind every game. Yeah. If they don't start replacing the chances he made. Mm. Yeah. I mean, it's, it, they were. I mean, obviously, Lucas, he finished the season well with Hull. Although, I mean, they did go down. So he's he's a decent player at some level. But you're right, he's not a. We may not have carved them up, and, and they may start to look a very good, strong, physical team. And, and you know what? They've got a chance to build up a real head of steam this season. They've got Leicester at home next, Stoke away, Everton at home, Southampton away, Palace at home. I mean, they could oh, win, every single, they could win every single one of those games. You know, really I, thought, I thought Pogba's finish was so composed oh, in that so good. he'd. he'd had one chalked off because Bay sneaked in, didn't he? And sort yeah, of like yeah. studded it into the net. Bay was like a man on the absolute mission. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was like Bay was like a man in a in a Hollywood movie who's just seen like his wife and children be killed. He was just, <laughs> that's it. Yeah. Mad, absolutely mad. I thought he was going to go through the net and punish that ball. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was Mel Gibson esque. When, when he celebrated, run off towards the touchline. You look, you could see the lines, but didn't know what to do. Yeah. Like, oh, 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 I've got to run back to the halfway line now. Good. Yeah. You get the fe- you get the feeling that um, that. Manchester team at the start of last season that would have just been a 1-0 win for them or even yeah, a draw well, maybe, it, like, isn't it? These absolutely 3-3 and three, 8 minutes wasn't it yeah quite as we've said about um, Mourinho's sort of best teams before they can they can power to a casual 4-0 win and then build a title winning <laughs> season on it and this looks absolutely no different and Pogba like in could terms of his body off. language could have been absolutely could have been sent off yeah um uh, but his body language, he just he looks way more comfortable, doesn't purposeful, he? He, he look purposeful and with with swagger. Yes, it's it's I mean, really noticeable. The only thing you would level at May United and leave at their door as a bit of criticism at this stage would be: do they look a little bit threadbare beyond their first eleven? A few people have said that they might do going forward. I actually think they might do at the back. I know they didn't concede many goals last season, mm. but they weren't really doing anything last season. I mean, Zlatan's been seen out jumping off his bar. He'll be back. That, yeah, well, Zlatan will, will be a, obviously a great addition for them in more ways than one. But last season, United weren't really playing games. They were more sort of like. For Filling calendar, appearances, wasn't it? Globetrotters, but without I, any yeah. entertainment. My United <laughs> season last season in the league could be summed up by the following sentence: Look, I said I'll go, so I'll go. Yeah. <laughs> it was a, a very, very much a sort of Prince Philip approach. I shot the face. A yeah. man accompanying his wife to a wedding that he knows yeah. nobody. Yeah. He's, he's like, well, I'm just going to drink in the car by myself. No, he's driving. He's driving. He's got the kid in his arms. Yeah. So you wonder what I do if, if when, the, when the games start adding up, and because uh, I think I. I I also think at the back, I'm not sure if they, if if, um, if Mourinho knows his best his best back four and all that stuff. And, mm. and if you do scratch beneath the surface of their four players, it doesn't seem to be an awful lot of quality in depth there. So that that'll be a concern. But as I said, they've got a really kind fixture list to start with, mm-hmm. and that could mean they're quite difficult to catch. Mm. I think they'll add players as well. Yeah. Um, Jermaine Genus made some interesting comments about their fullbacks, um, sort of not not bombing on, not bombing on, not playing sort of high up enough, which is is interesting because um, you know their play was like that last season, and that, that, I think that's how they had a lot of those home draws. You know. From, from not having that width and I wonder if he's just banking on having players like Pogba and Lukaku and Matic whether he can just force the issue through the middle or whether there is something into sort of him, well, him may, looking at Danny Rosen perhaps to, said, to get said, exactly that he said he needs a, a, a 
quality left sided player. Mm. And and Genius was actually really good at the weekend. He, I forgot to mention it in the uh, in the, in the Spurs Chelsea because we didn't want to get too bogged down. But he, he made some really good points about Spurs fullback as well on match of the day too. If you get that on catch up, it's worth watching. Very really, really interesting. Very much so. We, we we're uh, we're worried for Swansea, aren't we? Yeah, you have to be, I think. Yeah, I mean, Especially with Llorente out and, and Key injured, this day, they are struggling. You know when I was bagging on Stoke at the start of the season, I actually yeah. meant Swansea. You did mean <laughs> yeah. Swansea. Yeah. Stoke, Swansea. My geography around that part of the world yeah. is very, yeah, very yeah, difficult. Yeah. Or, or now they've signed San Klukas, the Klukas the clan, we yeah. could call them. Um, uh, but uh, a, a risky one, ladies and gentlemen. But if you take it on its comic value, I think you'll agree Go it was with it worth Take it on its comic <laughs> value. Yeah. Yeah. Again, again with the signposting. Yeah. Can't say anything these days, can you? You're such an edgelord. Or if you're not living on the edge, Pete, you're taking up too much God. space. Is that, is that 4chan you got on your computer <laughs> there, Marcus? You filth bag. Oh, That'll do. That's, that's right. very good. Thank you. Yeah. Um, Tammy Abraham. Um, yes. Is he going to keep them up? Uh, well, I wouldn't have thought he'd be able to do it on his own, though. <laughs> OK. Yeah. Um, but will, will Javier Hernandez be able to keep West Ham up? Because they're in a relegation fight already. So, uh, I'm pleased that in, in a particularly patchy week for me, talking about how much I'd rated different strikers, yeah. I, I've stuck my neck out with Chicharito, and he's, he did exactly what we were hoping he would do. That's right. He's t- he's so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't yeah, be surprised yeah. if West Ham's tactic is like try to purposefully get rebounds just so he can put them well, away. You, mm. you, know, you know, back in the sort of I want to say sort of late eighties, early nineties, just off the top of the dome piece, you'd have a lot of strikers who would just poach and poach and poach. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, I mean, you can think of them, you know, till, till the cows come home. And there doesn't really seem to be a place for that type of forward in football now. Hernandez hasn't got that memo. Well, there's not. He, he, he fly, he, the goals he scored against Southampton were incredibly it, good. It's, it's yeah. the quick thinking, isn't it? It's the, the second lightning one. quick decision making. The second one was just just beautiful. It was unreal. I, I can't <laughs> think of another forward. Uh, Didn't he hit the ground? No, exactly. But it's <laughs> strange <laughs> because it, it's it, to, to be sound really reductions. It was almost like a tapping. But as you say, it just wasn't though. You no, know what? You so know what? He had so much to do. Can you yeah. go, you guys remember? It'd probably be sepia tinted. But Ian Rush, oh. right? Ian Rush used to play where it would be. I mean, my nine-year-old mind would be mm. like, "How was the ball always going to Ian Rush?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, and it always used to happen. He's got mm. about five thousand goals in his career. Mm-hmm. And Hernandez has got a bit of that about yeah, him. He knows where to be. I mean, Marcus, as a, as a poor forward yourself, you yeah. must know. You must be able to empathise with that. Uh, very much so. Yeah, as I a, never knew a, where it was going to go. As a, as a <laughs> forward who was later in his career moved to right back. Out was, the way. Was, you must know what he was like. <laughs> it was well. It was extremely difficult to be in the right place when you were sitting on the bench. As well. <laughs> <Yeah>. but, uh, <laughs> I think. I think. And then is uh, that that classic sort of number nine poacher. People say there is. There's no place. There's always a place for that play in football, um, but just not at the top level. Sometimes, and, and, and you can tell that the, the goal was particularly annoying for Fraser Forster because he got really pissed off. Because he made mm, a really good he save. He did make a very <laughs> good save. <laughs> yeah, he did, a wonderful ball in from Cresswell. I think it was. But the undoubted highlight of that game, yeah. by the way, was Charlie Austin un, um, by accident. Um, <laughs> Hitting the Under Armour badge rather than the Southampton badge. Oh, is that right? He's <laughs> 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 giving that one to Under Armour. <laughs> well, that, well, was that in reference to his penalty? Right, because of course Charlie Charlie Austin got the uh, scored the penalty. He said he was surprised that the referee gave it. Although I think it probably was the right decision. Mm. Uh, but he said just before he took the kick, as I'm sure people saw on match of the day, that Mark Noble told them that Joe Hart knows where you're going to put it. So he said I slotted it the other way. Then he's like, cheers for the uh, for the uh, advice there. Because presumably he always puts it the other way. Yeah. Mm. I've not seen enough uh, of Charlie Austin's penalties. I remember he hit one down the middle. Of QPR. That's backfired on Noble, that, isn't it? I think Charlie yeah. Austin's a really good striker. He's been unlucky with injuries. Um, They've got some okay options definitely up Premier front. League quality. I, I, but I worry for West Ham. To me, they don't really know. They don't really look like know what they're doing. They, they don't. I mean, they, they, they've got some talent in that side, and with Hernandez in there, you know, he will 
hopefully not just feed off scraps for West Ham's sake and get some chances. But if he does, you know, he can, he can score the goals. Uh, and Altovich being a straight red is not going to get yeah, a straight red proper. So stupid. Silly. What's uh, going on? That's oh, not going to help the cause, is it? I was well surprised. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, that's a daft thing to do, uh, yeah. you know, at, at any point in a career. But, like, you know, so... Like, so like soon into his West Ham career that's not exactly going to indeed to fans is it? and you're letting your team down it's like, instantly it's like he's copying Zlatan but just a bad bit. absolutely yeah. <laughs> yeah I was surprised that uh, the referee really caught that because it was on the turn of a play and the ball had already you know left the foot of the defender and it's just like so pathetic yeah. rubbish they, 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 they've got Shelby-esque you think um, yeah you think that um, with Carroll coming back if he, if he elects to play if he keep Carroll fit it's a yeah. big if if he elects to play <laughs> it's an if that's been there for 10 years <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> a 10 year if I feel like I'll still be saying this in the year 2050 <laughs> <laughs> if, he, if Carroll can get fit and he can play up front with Fernandez, I don't know if Bilic plans to do that from what I've heard. Big man, little man. Bilic isn't really the, the most adept tactician, apparently, but if he plays them both, Hernandez might finally get even more joy because mm. Carroll is a batter, can be a battering round. He can, yeah. Mm. Um, I'm interested to see what uh, Pellegrini's going to do with Southampton this season because they've been that kind of solid, um, so slightly above average uh, Premier League side yeah. for, for a. They've just know, got a new investment as well. Yeah, mm. but, but uh, they, you know, they've got some decent players in that side, they've got some good options uh, up front as well. And um, and he's an interesting manager, Pellegrini. They've had a good start. They should, I mean, they should have won on the opening day. They've got to win now. Okay, two home games against two sides that are not going to pull up too many trees. You wouldn't have thought this season, but it, it should be interesting to see. It's nice to see an investor that isn't Liverpool Football Club, really, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> he's not going to Barcelona, Peter. No, All right. That's that's no, no matter how much money they give. Him. <laughs> um, after the break, we're going to talk about the Championship. It was like the part in the Red Sea. People just went. Whoop. Indeed, yeah. and that sounds uh, like we need to do a plug because this week, my goodness, we've got something good, Luke. Yeah, Crooks, he was on good form this weekend, actually. He always I didn't have time to comp- compile all this stuff, but he was on very good form this week. Um, yeah, we've got um, a big thing happened this weekend that we've got on the constant first um, episode of our new European football focus show. Um, it was a big opening weekend in Europe, including both Milan clubs winning, Neymar literally walking around the Toulouse <laughs> defence, and Sergio <laughs> Ramos picking up yet another red card, surprising. Mm-hmm. Um, for all this and more, the first episode episode of On the Continent with James Horncastle and Andy Brassel and of course Marcus and I drops this Wednesday so subscribe now wherever you get your pods this Wednesday people I'm excited yeah but that's nothing to do with football <laughs> <laughs> um, let's go to the championship then shall we two of the league's most more seasoned managers are top of the pile Mick McCarthy and Neil Warnock of course they are McCarthy's absolutely loving it and so he should be but he said two old farts who don't know F all about the game eh I'll have to get my iPad out lovely Dad grumpy and magnanimous at the same time <laughs> he also classic said, Mick he also said though if you want even more classic Mick he also said and this is a, this is a direct quote right. to be honest we could have lost all five games we've played this season so I'm not getting carried away <laughs> <laughs> Four in the league of Whereas Neil yeah. Warnock is getting carried away because Warnock said our fans are getting carried away because they haven't seen this for a while. So let's enjoy. I'm going to. Yeah, I know. Opposite. Would you rather be at a Neil Warnock party or a Mick McCarthy oh, party? God, there's a good cop, bad cop combination. I'd like to see that. Fun if cop, not so fun both, cop. Both yeah. parties would have uh, that, that 80s cheese and pineapple. Yeah, oh, yeah. Very much so. And probably a bowl full of keys. First. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> come on. That's that was made it worse. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I thought you were going to say, what's it? What about this for Warnock? First time he's ever won the opening four games of the season as a coach and he's been managing 36 years God they could burst the championship in bits but that is a mean feat though. he's improving he get... <laughs> okay, yeah. no, but it's no mean feat that winning the first four games it's I know it's great yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. he's never done it before Marcus everybody get off his back <laughs> crying out loud eh blimey O'Reilly um, but yeah I, uh, oh, who was it uh, Ipswich that's right um, Waghorn and Garner up front 
McCarthy bought from Rangers, and McCarthy thinks that they sound like solicitors' waghorn and Garner. I quite like that. Is that why he bought them? Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> oh, double up, might need them. Yeah. <laughs> I need a new house and some players. <laughs> yeah. So those two will uh, come in very nicely indeed. Um, ah, Aston Villa, they got a Brucey bonus in the form of a hat trick from Connor Hurahan. Yeah. I can't be the only. I can't have been the only person seeing Brucey trending on Twitter <laughs> and thinking that Steve Bruce had been given the sack. Mm. Sadly, the, the, the great Bruce Forsyth departed mm. us. Mm. Um, but I thought it might have been. They can't have sacked Steve Bruce this early in the season. <laughs> but um, yeah, they, they got a win to spite me. Yeah, Green scored a lovely one for Villa. Really but, did. You know, it was a, it was a, and, and Aston Villa had something like thirty five percent of the possession and still managed to score four. Yeah, Daniel Fart was really annoyed. Um, yeah, you know, as you'd probably imagine. Um, but I mean, Redknapp did keep up his end of the Midlands bargain. Well, if we're going to stay around in the Midlands for a minute, they, Birmingham lost two one uh, to Burton Albion <laughs> after the match. Old Redders gave us this. I can only tell the truth. I mean, it's a great start. Because yeah. yeah. <laughs> to be fair, he shouldn't really have to carry that. He always tells the truth. Yeah. But my bro- brother can only tell lies. <laughs> <laughs> You have two questions. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> when, when he said, started off, I said, I can only turn the, tell the truth. I thought, oh, he's turned over a new leaf. Yeah. <laughs> you, you thought yourself, that's a lie. Yeah. Um, he said, that's nearly all the team that played last year. And no disrespect, he does mean disrespect. They had a fantastic manager in Gianfranco Zola, and they won two in 25-odd games. And I like Franco Zola. <laughs> he was a magnificent player, and he seems a lovely <laughs> chap, but by no measure is he, in quotes, a fantastic player. <laughs> yeah, but I think Redknapp knows that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it needs surgery, and it's slowly, slowly... What, his knee? Of- <laughs> also, <laughs> it, it needs surgery slowly, slowly. He doesn't know how surgery works. <laughs> they don't we're keep go, you calmed over as long as possible. You've got a three-day three day operation. Yeah, we're doing open-heart surgery. If you can yeah. find us in another heart in a couple of weeks, so <laughs> fine. absolutely We'll start fine. the incision now, <laughs> see what we get, end up with at the end of the week. By the end of the window, you'll see a different Birmingham team. Mm. Um, Without me at the helm. Because <laughs> they weren't giving me enough money. Backroom staff. Uh, literally, because they're going to buy 40 players. Yeah. yeah. But this is the bit. I think this team will finish in the top six. Boom! They're three yeah. points off it at the moment at this early stage. They've also signed um, serial low-knee Carl Jenkinson. Lovely. He must be on yeah. some contract at Arsenal. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> they've, also, in they've also got they? Cohen Brammel, who's the <laughs> yeah. left-back they signed from non-league last year. Yeah, he, but he's young, but he's choice. young, though, isn't well, he's he? He's 22, maybe? Oh, is he? Okay. But Carl Jenkinson, they, people must inquire about Carl Jenkinson all the time and then go, whoa! Yeah. No, well, this is, but, 180 grand a week! <laughs> well, this is the problem, isn't it, that a lot of, a lot of clubs have. But they, you know, they've got players who end up surplus to requirements and they're on big contracts and they can't Jenkinson's on a world tour. <laughs> yeah, I, was gonna, I would have thought Carl I mean, Jenkinson he, would fit. I wouldn't be surprised that he pats the, pats the uh, Under Armour badge. He doesn't know where he's playing. <laughs> yeah. He probably thinks a club. <laughs> Just tears the Velcro off. Oh, who's the next time? <laughs> <laughs> it's Birmingham City. Oh, before we go to uh, going for clubs, Steve McLaren's got himself a new job. Oh, yeah, hello. It's absolutely wonderful. He's going to Maccabi Tel Aviv. Yeah, I like the idea. I, club. Know, I know Steve is a big um, figure of fun um, on you know in this parish and beyond, but uh, you've got to hand it to him. He does, he doesn't, he's not scared of going overseas. I no, he isn't scared. Like, I mean, it's a, con- a coaching consultant under Jordi Cruyff. It sounds like a lovely old job. Well, he's going to advise Jordi on coaching skills. Oh, yeah. Which I think is great. Yeah. He couldn't learn and, anything from yeah. his old man. Yeah, he's just going to read his dad's book no, yeah, and just feed him stuff from McLaren that. McLaren said to him, you've not had anyone to teach you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like I'll a father be. figure to yeah. you, Jordi. <laughs> Have you, see, have you seen that the uh, Carabao Cup is being drawn in Shanghai? I love this. Yeah. At 4.30am. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Which is insane. I mean, the, we didn't talk about the first draw as well. They, the the, oh, draw, they the up, official they? draw listed Charlton as playing twice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who, who was putting it out who kept saying it was away when it was actually home as well? It was, it was, it was about as bad as Rod Stewart doing it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> big Rod the Rod, that well, was listen, great. Do you know big, uh, the Donald did it as well once? Donald he did, Trump. Didn't Donald, yeah. Yeah. Did Donald Trump did the cup draw with Saint and Greavesy. Yeah, did he? he did. I think the late 80s. Right. And it is absolutely 
horrible. Yeah. <laughs> Knowing what came next. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. The, yeah, the, the reign of terror of Saint and Greavesy. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm not being funny. There are great teams on, on both sides. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna there do, was we're evil gonna on both sides. We're going yeah. to construct a draw. It's going to be a beautiful draw. <laughs> yeah. um, but, uh, Steve McLaren, though, let's get back to the real stuff. He had been in running, the running for the Hearts job. Okay. Which is a great shame because I would have loved to have heard his Scottish accent. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, it, it's not happening. There we are. And now it's time, ladies and gentlemen, for going for gold. It is time for going for gold. 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 Right. Do you want a score update before we get into it? <laughs> if you want to, yeah. If you want <laughs> oh, yeah. to, yeah. Speller probably wants to get a reminder. Yeah. Well, I mean, what I would say, it's basically just point out the person who doesn't have any points. We're on week three. Right. Week yeah. one. Um, week one was Jimmy Traore, Jim Campbell. Yes. Week two, Diego Forlan, Luke Moore. Mm. Week three. Speller. Week three. Not off the mark. Cometh the hour. See. Back in myself. Is, is this, is, is this Speller's, is this, is going for gold, <laughs> Speller's, uh, to, to, to Spurs, to Wembley? Yeah. Right, okay. Yeah. If he did, if he did going for gold in a different, in a different location, <laughs> he'd be fine. <laughs> Getting amongst it. Right, see, are you ready, uh, gentlemen? What happens Wait, sorry, is... Where's, where's that... Drum beat coming. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's his heart. It's his heart. Um, yeah. So what? So what I do is I Go throw on. out a lot of uh, clues pertaining to a secret footballer, I and know you what guys you do. have Get to buzz in. Yeah, but I've got to tell all the other people. You know, <laughs> other people aren't ready. ready. Oh, right. Let's go. <laughs> Heads on! I started my career at Charlestown Lads Club. Oh, good one. Stop. Benny McCarthy. <laughs> Benny McCarthy. Nice to hear the, yeah. the name. Just have a guess. But no, stop. incorrect. Marcus, just to let you know, yeah. if you don't have a guess, you won't win. Yeah, stop. Mark Fish. Not Mark Fish, no. <laughs> he was... Last time we did this, Mark Fish came up a lot, <laughs> along with Paolo Maldi. Um, between 2003 and 2008, I played for six clubs. 2003, 2008? Yes. Stop. Ben No. I was actually going to go, stop, Yakubu. No. Ooh. Oh, I thought you had it there. Yeah. Do you want to? Do you want to throw in a full name, Jim? Say <laughs> uh, hey, stop. 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 Papa Booba Diop. Papa Booba Diop. No. Um, including these. These clubs included Villa, Royal Antwerp, Sheffield United, and Burnley. Stop. He's got it. Ronnie Woolwork. It's not Ronnie Woolwork. Oh! Oh! Thought I had it. In 2012, I fell out with Paolo Di Canio, who called me rotten. <laughs> stop. Eric Jemba Jemba. No. I'm going to move on to the next clue. Stop. Oh, this is based on not that... Just sounds Tom the Heaton. Come on. It's again. Tom Heaton? No. I was once papped in a casino lying on the floor covered in 50 poon notes. Oh, that doesn't narrow it down. <laughs> no. Could be anyone. Modern football. <laughs> Stop. Is it um, Liam Ridgewell? No. Very underwhelming footballers going yeah, on there. Yeah. Uh, I am married to a high street honey. Remember them? Yeah, I do remember them vaguely, yeah. yeah. Well, said High Street Honey used to go out with Paul Gascoigne and Stephen Taylor. Well, that is a line-up. <laughs> Good God, yeah. Stephen Taylor bought a pit bull dog for her, even though they were on together for four months. <laughs> I love that even in Going for Gold, you've got weird tangents. <laughs> About Stephen Taylor. Yeah. I, I, I've got a real angle on this, and I'm not going to tell you what it is, because I'll give it away. But there's I, only I, two more... I can't... I, 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 uh... There's only two more clues, and one of them is incredibly obvious. Okay. And the other is less obvious. I might switch them around because yeah, I've got it yet. Do the less okay. obvious one first. I'm currently being held out of my squad for Matty Loughton. People have got that now. Yeah, I can't think. Yeah. I can't think. It's just a pressure. Final clue. If you, it, I mean, if you don't buzz in now, you're not going to win I, it. I know. I, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I, I once knocked out a £27 million footballer. Stop. It's uh, Phil Bardsley. Phil Bardsley! Oh, yeah, lucky, oh, gentlemen. Oh, no, he doesn't get a place for that, does he? 
he? Yeah, he's won some do. Yeah. Of course he does. After he the last it. day. Yeah, of course yeah. he gets All right, all right, fine. Yeah. All right. For the last clue. Listen, what do you think the last clue is for? It was a last-minute equaliser. Yeah, he doesn't, he doesn't get a goal at the last minute, does he? Of course he does. <laughs> Oi, we need the team tune clean. Marcus. <laughs> Well, that spells it off the mark. It's all yeah, to play yeah. for now. All to right. be honest, I think probably most of the listeners had it there, but uh, <laughs> it's my point and not theirs. Now, yeah. uh, I, I think that's it, isn't it, ladies and gentlemen? Yeah, let's yeah. get up here. What a way to finish on a golden glow by me. <laughs> 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 Uh, thank you very much for listening to the Football Round. But don't forget, of course, on the continent is out uh, on Wednesday. Mm. Uh, say goodbye, Jim. Goodbye, say goodbye, Luke. Yeah, and you do have to reply. You have to uh, subscribe to on the continent separately. By the way, with the mm. first episode on the Football Ramble channel, but you need to subscribe to the other channel, the dedicated on the continent channel. For uh, going forward after that, so yeah. Oh, yeah. you're like a dealer or something. Give them the first one free. Yeah. Then I you s- got to go on the channel. <laughs> I said say goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> goodbye from Peter. Listen on the continent. It's good. It's going to be very good. And of course, the preview show will be out on Friday as well. See you later, people. Bye. you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.